0: Hi, this is Alcione Silva, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors
1: Podcast.
2: Now for part two of our Florida Project episode on the Marvel Card Collectors podcast.
1: I'm gonna add I'm gonna add someone in who, who very much dabbles in the nostalgia side of things and he's been very patiently waiting. Um so while he um while he um uh, comes into the um, into the stream I will pedal furiously. Um but Tommy Henderson mm. if if he um comes in, he's he's mad passionate on error cards. So you know, printing error cards and he he hunts them down mm. and he collects them. So any moment now i believe we'll have we'll have tommy hello hey how are you
3: good
1: (laughs) where are you calling from
3: so right now i am on the um border between lebanon and syria
2: whoa Whoa. nice
1: sounds like a nice sunday afternoon stroll for you (laughs) So wow. we've
3: been here, we've been in Lebanon for maybe um about uh, eighteen months or so.
1: okay I've
3: uh, wow. lived through all of the protests. they were burning tires in front of our house um, wow. economic meltdown that's going on right now, and we are still here
1: and you're yeah. still you're still kicking and screaming do you actually um do you actually keep your car collection there?
2: i do not um wait so <laughs> wait 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 no no ian that is not a segue that does well, not
1: work well, no well no i was thinking if you have one of your pelican cases it could probably survive it <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> look at this case that's behind Norris.
4: just look at this case, so good.
2: Okay? you,
1: that
4: can is how you collect cards in a war zone this thing can stand
2: in a nuclear drop. Okay, that's the
1: thing. You could drop a you could drop a hundred, hundred, hundred pound bomb on Norine's house. In that case, would, and its contents would survive. That's why um, right. you
2: can make fun of me. I love it. I don't care. Norman,
4: do you call that the football. Do you call that the football?
2: <laughs> I'm locking You ready, baby? Okay, I got uh, balcony. I mean, There's the fire. I just toss it out the window, and I go retrieve my cards. Okay, you all laughing but they will, <laughs> they will survive.
1: They will survive. They will survive. The wife of cats will have I'm to take their gonna chance. The cards. Cards. <laughs> um, so, so Tommy, to, I, I, I'm, I'm very quickly going to introduce you to... Oh, I can see you. Hello. Hey, there we hello. go. Marvelous. I finally um, figured out how
3: to do it. I was like, oh, how do I do
1: the video? Oh, there we is. <laughs> wonderful um we um so what who've we got who've we got on this thing we've got we've got greg mclaughlin from the rebel base card podcast we've got chris mixer uh sketch card expert and writer for non-sport update we've got andre orsch uh sketch card artist um extraordinaire um we have Mark Bartel from australia g'day and, tommy and some crazy guy that collects silver surface sketches
4: <laughs> there he is present as exactly. a bomb proof case
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> literally a bomb proof case you should send that to tommy i think you could do with that um so, so tommy tell us what you collect because i'm fascinated by this and i've been dying to talk to you more about it it's a perfect opportunity to do so
3: yeah so i um i started off with just basically like the normal like 90s marvel kid comic book type thing um the 90s the 1990 series was where i first started um and then just basically collected anything that i could get my hands on i remember when i was a kid first uh first really got into the x-force the liefeld stuff um
1: Ooh.
0: and
3: nice. went with my friend to the store and i didn't have any money he bought he lent me some money i ended up getting the the liefeld um uh the signature card for that X Force series.
1: Ooh. Nice pull. And was
2: what?
3: just hooked after that. That's um, a
2: crazy pool, man.
3: <laughs> I know, I know. And um and then I um um you know just kind of stopped collecting for a little while, kinda of got back into it, but then coming over here had to really kind of reduce everything and so kind of started What do i really want to collect and i really got into these these metal premiere or the prototypes and came into this a couple of the spider-man ones it took me a while uh got an elvis one kind of a weird one but it fit. it was so cool it was the same type of thing and then found a batman one um so yeah, and then um, I found out recently it was maybe from a company called Foxon, and that there's actually two of the Spider-Man ones. So now I'm going to be hunting down the other Spider-Man. That's gonna be that's gonna wow. be the next
2: one. Your eBay search feature, your saved searches have just like updated. Like, all right, time to those dots.
3: Yes, <laughs> yes, and I um I'm I I probably check too often because I'll be like every like couple of hours I'm like I wonder if somebody posted something. <laughs> get like obsessive over it but um i was able to store most of my collection at my parents house um with a couple of the really expensive things going to the bank and just getting left at the bank uh while we were over here um and so just i haven't been able to buy as much um but when i do i just get it sent to uh mostly my folks house
1: cool whereabouts do you come from
2: where's
3: So originally from Tallahassee, Florida, so North Florida. Uh, Do love Florida.
2: No, I hate (laughs) Florida. It's the worst place ever. But I'm from Miami, so I was Uh, born and raised in Miami, so I'm a local, so yeah.
3: (laughs) And then I spent the last 10 years, um, or maybe I guess 13 years, um, was in Georgia, and we were working with... um, primarily syrian refugees up in atlanta with a resettlement and then decided we were just going to take the big plunge and came over here where they were having a huge syrian thing um Mm. syrian crisis so we came over to lebanon that's how we ended up over here
1: yeah so i think i think chris you're you're from that neck of the woods aren't you
5: yeah i'm just north of atlanta in woodstock (laughs) and i was born and raised in jacksonville florida (laughs)
2: <laughs> nice. three florida kids on the on the air man
4: <laughs> and, and well technically we did live in saint pete back uh 01 to 03 my son was actually born in saint pete so he's a Whoa. floridian although we're in chicagoland now so oh,
2: that's so funny Small is, there any, is
4: there anyone else on the call that can lay claim to, <laughs> to having having
1: genetic uh ties to to florida uh dre mark
3: Oh I've yeah,
2: I've been to Florida. Oh, I, I have family in Florida. My auntie's in Florida. It's <laughs> okay, the Florida episode. That's exactly the title. There we go. We got it.
1: <laughs> the Florida Project.
2: The Florida Project. Ah, oh, such a good
1: movie. I haven't seen it. <laughs>
2: oh, so good. So is, that, good. Is, is, Willem, De,
1: is Willem Defer in it? Yeah. 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 Mm. He's he's great. He's Peace. worth watching in anything, quite frankly. Field, great piece. Very good. Cool. So, so 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 Tommy, you you're your error card search fascinates me
0: yes no end
1: it's like there's so many different angles to the way people collect and I've, I've i don't think i've ever come across anyone who had such a focus on it um as you what what are your kind of your are your yeah. most bizarre ones i guess
3: yeah found? so one of my favorite ones was the one that um i talked to you about yesterday ian oh ah, the- yes so it comes from Marvel Metal, comes from the 95 series. And mm-hmm. I remember at my house, everything comes with a story, but um, I was at my house and I was um, opening up these packs and all of a sudden I, I pull out the Spider-Man and I'm like, something is not quite right. And so so on this particular error card, what they did was they flipped the um, one of the foil layers that says metal on it and they flipped it upside down and superimpose it so it's actually a different character. So the Spider-Man one I have actually has the um the foil from the um, I believe it's the Rhino card. Oh. And so mm. it's kind of a cool little um it's just a very interesting error. Wow,
2: that's a really cool error. I've never that's heard cool. anything like that. That's really awesome.
3: And then the um one of my other favorites, it's another Spider-Man. This one I actually had to buy, but um, it was a um, it was from the gold, um, the uh, Spider-Man gold foil the Walmart ones.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And what they did is they did the same type of thing. It took they took the Spider-Man outline or the lizard outline, and they and then the the foil for the middle of it is a Spider-Man. It's identical to the one that's on eBay right now. I think the guy's wanting like twenty million dollars or ten. Oh, million. you know. <laughs> but if you wanted to see like a a picture of it that's that that's what it looks like um, Right. and so i just for me um i collected almost all the sets and i just wanted something different and so the error cards kind of open that up um and just i don't know i just i like the i like the different ones that they it's have it's super
2: admired man like everyone loves the error cards that you collect and the posts and stuff like that like just very cool man
1: i right, think it's so,
2: fascinating
1: Oh, yeah. It's absolutely fascinating. You don't. It, that there is a current. <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. There is a current one that someone that we we chat to, Jonathan uh, uh, Dunn. Uh, oh he yeah. oh after, yeah, he was he, in the Character Club. He he's he's Mr. F- F- Fussum. <laughs> so you've heard us talk about Mr. Fuxom Who's a guy who went big into collecting Fleer Ultra X-Men 2018 Well Jonathan's is big into uh, Fleer Ultra Spider-Man He spotted one where there's the Royal foil cards and they're three different levels Of rarity I think they're of 99 Of of fifty And 25 mm-hmm. I want to say yeah. wow. um, And they Each of the backgrounds is a different Pattern on the foil But some of the characters Use the pattern from the more common foil on the back of the, behind the character on the on the on the foils that are that are less uh, common. Wow. So you can be looking at it and thinking it looks like the the less rare card, but it's numbered on the back to twenty five.
3: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, well, it's really interesting. Cool. Like
1: yeah, that. it's a really fascinating one. So um, it's interesting that they do still peek cre- creep cre- through because um, in comics they're quite a, they're quite a, a collectible thing already. I just yeah. experienced them. There's the famous um, McFarlane Amazing Spider-Man one, where they printed the Lizard in some copies, and I believe he was various different colours. I think mean, in one of them he was purple, and one of them he was blue. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and yeah, they're they're quite sought after. I think there are there're plenty of them around. Um, Greg, does that does that happen much on the on the Star Wars card scene? Do, do you find error cards cropping in? I imagine you would, but do people go for them that you've seen?
4: The the most famous of the error cards is the in the original set in 77. There was the C-3PO that had, you know, that <laughs> the way it was shot or oh. the way it was constructed, it looked like, you know, he was quite excited to see everybody. They ended up having to reprint that one. And actually in the Canadian, I think, OPG set, they they caught that and they checked. they They changed it. But um, I, I <laughs> wow. think I, as I was thinking, you know, some of the, the, the errors that I've seen, I only ha- I have, are mainly the miscuts. Um, yeah. I do have an Empire Strikes oh, back one where it's part of a bottom missing and it's got, you know, top of a, you know, another looked like it was just offset cut. Um, I, I would say any of the Canadian folks would say basically almost all the OPG cards for Star Wars were, were not greatly cut, you know. But it kind of depends on what you're considering to be error. Interestingly enough, um, if you follow like the living sets on the top site, uh, there's been twice I've caught that that the movie that the character that Chris Penix you know, he's been doing those those sketches. The living set, um, and they've been releasing weekly. Um, but in this one, they had a General Veers from Empire Strikes Back, but his, the movie they had it listed was Return of the Jedi. Um, oh, so uh... you know, because these are you know they do they print them after they they, um, they get their orders in. So, you know, I think there's been twice where I've caught it and I've let Chris know and he's let tops know. I I don't know if I'm the sole one that's that's pointed out. Someone else did probably, Mm -hmm. but those are things like almost, I almost feel now that I don't want to let them know. I'm almost like, just to get it (laughs) just to get the air. I'm like, "Ah," you know, so there's that, there's that tug and pull of like, I would really like to have something that's wrong because it makes it a more unique card. Yeah, that's then just, you know, just this random card you would get that'd be part of. Now it has this story to it. So, yeah, I think the
2: uh, so I have one rare one here, which I thought was pretty interesting. So I have this surfer here, which has this really nice foil effect from (laughs) Heroes of the Silver Age from Jack Kirby. And it's really nice. Nice little insert there. And um, the really cool thing about an error card I picked up from here is that the image was completely pushed to the side. And it left that whole foil mark right oh, on there. Yeah. So when you look, yeah. So, like you were talking about those miscuts, right? But then mm-hmm. when you have that foil effect, all you get is the effect, not necessarily the other card that was on the printing sheet. That so cool. Yeah. So, I really like that. Yeah. What Tommy will be. We... Tommy will be making you uh, an offer for that as soon as we finish recording. I was just about to tell Tommy, hey Tommy, if you got any error Server surfer cards, just let me know, brother. It's okay. <laughs>
3: I will. Um, honestly, when I get back to the states and I'm, I'm gonna be pulling out the collection and hunting through it. If I find anything, I will definitely let you know.
2: Ah, oh, you're too kind, man. <laughs>
3: it was about. It was probably about. What, Ian, about two months ago, I spotted um, some of the just just these weird, almost like home things, but they were actually done professionally and they were these cards. And one of them is Fantastic Four. Um, It was from the George Perez book, The Accent on the E, Accent on Mm -hmm. the Second E book. And it's printed on a metal card, and I picked you up a copy of one of those.
2: No, you did not. I did. You're too I kind. Did. That's so nice. So,
3: <laughs> so, yeah, it's in the States right now. And as soon as I get back, I was going to mail it over to you. No, just I- send me
2: an address. I go pick it up. Don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice try.
1: Nice try. I wondered if you were going to do that. Um, one, one of the things, um, as being a being quite protective of the way my character uh black cat for anyone who, who didn't know uh secret in the podcast yeah right uh you lousy bums um so um uh, uh, this is kind of for chris and dre really um i i get i get funny when people draw black cat without eyeballs on, on, on her <laughs> on her on her on her mask. Cause when, when I was when I was growing up, when I was a lad, um Black Cat, you know, that was that was kind of an eyepiece, but it wasn't something that covered her eyes in the way that Spider Man has these things that covered her yeah. eyes. Yeah. Right. So so I always I was kind of is there a version of Black Cat maybe in the game verse where she doesn't have eyeballs? Because I've been seeing it for years before the, the game kind of existed where people have drawn mm-hmm. black cat and they don't draw eyeballs on her uh, yeah for me that's an error
2: (laughs) that's a that's a sketch error card Black cat with no eyes just empty sockets just like what's going on just kind of white they're kind of white see i love that weird i love that stuff it's so funny you crack me up because we were looking at a sketch and i sent ian a link and i was like yo check out this black hat looks great he goes no there's no eyes (laughs) 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 <laughs> <It> was <weird>. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was, because I was kind of like, what? <laughs> I mean, it did, but I it, was it an awesome sketch. No, no, no it, it is just, an awesome it's sketch. Just, no, no just Yeah, because I never, like, I never thought about it. Like, I have my beefs. It's funny because I have, I guess, they're collector pet peeves. Yeah, right. That that'd be a good episode. That's something to think about. Like, there yeah, are pet peeves down, I have to about certain things, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah,
4: that's cool. Yeah.
0: So, I'll tell you from the artist's point of view. I I draw the eyes last, like the inside of the eyes.
1: Um,
0: And there's quite a few times where I totally nerfed a card by messing (laughs) up the eyes, Um, which is one of the reasons I do everything in acrylic now, because you can just paint over it. Um, But I, I would imagine that some people don't do it just because it's such a small detail that could just totally Mm -hmm. ruin the eyes like if they're not perfectly symmetrical or the distance not isn't right it'll completely destroy the card Mm -hmm. and there's really um when i was younger i used to do a lot of portrait art um it's really the eyes that make a character look like the character Mm -hmm. if you get the eyes Mm -hmm. right it doesn't matter the ears could be like on the same side of the face it doesn't matter it's going to look like (laughs) the person that you're doing Uh, but if you mess up the eyes that's it
2: well, it's yeah. so funny you say that because I, I I always look at I've been you and I have been following each other forever on Instagram. Funny enough, um, and that's what always gets me about your work all the time is those those looks. You know what I mean? Like you have a two faced one you're working on that you're doing a video of, and you just have the complexity across both sides of his face, and you can you can tell you I can see it now. That's really great, man. Yeah, but it's yeah, not. That's, that's what, supposed to be Matthew McConaughey let <laughs> me really see it oh I see it
0: I think oh, the yeah. reference photo that I used of him is not a common look for him and that's why but I was wow. looking for something that's dead on
1: oh I see it in the smile a little bit we, now. Will, we will obviously for those listening and yeah, not, after the fact <laughs> we will put all these pictures on the tasting notes I'm going to have a workout from this week I can feel it um, <laughs> but but, but that, that's why I, I, I really love this one because you've you've absolutely nailed the eyes yeah, hundred percent. That, that—that's what actually, you know, for 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 black cat nice. cards. I mean, this is why this one by um, Cool as Heck um, is 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 kind of uh, is is just the. Uh, it doesn't really come out that well on the shine, but the eyes absolutely nail it. For yeah, I see the picture. Uh, though, really good. Yeah, and it just it, it, that that for me makes. Um, makes whether a sketch card kind of comes alive or not but it, it is you know everything's different and you know you dre i know you when you're working on these sets you've you've got an enormous amount of cards to push out in sometimes not a lot of time to do them so the fact that you manage to do you know w- what you do so well is just a- a- astonishing uh to mm. me what, what, what i mean masterpieces if that is indeed what you're working on, sorry, I can't believe we're tiptoeing around this. It's hilarious, but legally you can't say, say you can't say what you're working <laughs> yeah. on. Um, but for 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 on average, how, how long? What's kind of lead time do you have to to create the cards?
0: So for 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 this set, um, which we're not going to say what it is, uh, yeah. we actually got a really long lead time. I think I got the cards end of January, early February, and they're due back late May. Um, and wow. they wanted me to do like one, I'm gonna say 140. And I said, there's no way I can do that just because, well, not knowing about COVID, I had a lot of travel plan. Um, and then I kind of scaled it down to 100. I said, yeah, I'll be able to bang that out. So that was actually a really good lead time. For far from home, I think I had five weeks, and I did 40. Whoa. Wow. Um, Yeah, some of them are better than others. I mean, this upcoming set is the biggest set I've done to date because it's 100. It's actually 99. They they miscounted. It's only got 99. Um, But yeah, that one had really good lead time. But because of COVID and everything that's going on in the world and having an excess of free time, um, I've been spending way too long on these.
2: No, sir, now, you're spending just the right amount of time. Okay. Uh, no, like way
0: too long. Exactly. And I'm actually starting to get a lot concerned that I'm not going to be able to hit that uh, end of May deadline.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: is hey. like the it's like the Voldemort of card sets. It's set that cannot be named.
0: Yeah, don't name it. Everyone knows what it is and everyone knows who's working on it and yep.
2: yeah. name it. Yeah. So Chris. How many how many how many artists have you contacted to figure out how many
5: sketch cards they've done over the years? Uh, well, I mean, my favorite website, which uh, I'm sure you visited is I'm looking it up now in uh, S lists. You use that website? Oh, challenges. No. House of checklists. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes.
5: I am blown away every time they can have an artist with a completed number of sketch cards listed next to them. I have no idea how they get that information for yeah. that many different artists.
2: I have no clue. I
5: That's have no crazy. idea how they
1: do it. On, um, if I remember correctly, on the Written House sets, didn't they? Yes, because list they're amazing. That? possibly am i or am i getting confused with actual
5: autographs correct some sets were good enough to do that but uh i'm still amazed that people can track down the information for the sets that don't publicize that but i will say that andre you have a side business if you will buy the black cat sketches with no eyeballs you could probably draw (laughs) eyeballs and double your profits <laughs> that's a good suggestion man i take that seriously
2: that's 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 up there
1: <laughs> i will well listen if you do start that side gig i will direct um a portion of my furloughed government uh wages <laughs> over to you <laughs> forthwith just 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 to skip my account and just go straight to yours
0: so here's it, it's funny that you should say, and this is something that i was thinking about earlier this week is um I've I feel personally that I've improved significantly from the first set that I've done to the set that I'm completing now. And yes. going back to some of the cards awesome. that I've done for the first set, I'm actually I actually started looking at ComC and eBay to see some of them that are maybe going for sale, you know, at a low price that I'm gonna buy back and redo. Oh
1: wow. really? Oh, ah, mm-hmm. that's interesting.
0: Yeah. So Obviously, I don't want to go in and drop like a thousand dollars buying all the cards back, but I'm gonna keep my eye out on a few of them. Because um, there's definitely some of them that I had to rush to do, and I would like to redo or correct. Or we're looking at them now, I'm like oh, that's the eyes are totally off on that one, or it's missing a finger, it's got an extra finger.
2: Well, you and can I, always I, sell those on um, on your eBay page. I see a lot, you know, Fred uh, Ian. Um, who you know sells his aps through his eBay stuff. Yeah. That's kind of a cool idea. So if someone follows you and is a collector of yours, and you yeah. pull that pull those sketches back, um, that's kind of a cool little version Ske- of an AP. sketch buybacks. Sketch mm, buybacks. Like, what a wonderful that's concept.
0: Buyback and remarks. I don't
2: know. Maybe, I yeah. love that. That's really cool. <laughs> that might it's be int- really
1: fun. That's really interesting. I've I've only got one example of that, and it's a it's the um, is the Tony Perna card that I owned from Masterpieces 2017, I think. Um, and it was originally done in black and white, but he coloured it later. So but cool. he, he himself did it, um, and he, I think, he, if my memory serves, I think it's signed on the back as well with a different date. But um, but sure enough, Kevin St. Jack had an image in his digital library of archive and sketches love of the original black and white version of it. So, which I'd never seen, because I, I, I think I put it up. We had a spontaneous Perna day happen on the group <laughs> about six months ago, where everyone started posting Tony Perna sketches. Um And Greg, if if you haven't seen uh, Tony and Elaine Perna's artwork, you definitely should. Godlike uh, man, it's it's absolutely stumption. godlike. Um, he. um um kevin saw it and sent me the black and white version of it that it, you know, a low res image of it because it's from from a while back but I've, i find that absolutely fascinating drake That's that, so... that a concept to do cool.
0: I, I don't know how ub would feel about that Why? i don't
2: well, know i mean it's on the third like market. Interesting... i think aftermarket yeah, Aftermarket
1: is one of these weird things. I saw there was a massive flare-up on a group uh, a few months ago where people were talking about someone who – it was a different property and someone whose cards had been purchased, um, drawn over, and or rubbed out and then reissued or, or something like that. I can't remember what, what it was now.
4: Oh, actually, and- actually, Ian, it was uh, Kelly Baber who had had – had only he only works in black and white. And someone had taken that sketch and colorized it and then tried to resell it. And so, yeah, there was a huge dust up uh, over that. And, you know, you know, I think in some cases the artist sometimes has to kind of go, you know, once it's out there, I've kind of released it. But, you know, you know, it's everybody's got a little different interpretation. But, you know, it's one of those things if you want to if you want to add on to something that's currently within your right if you're the owner of the card. But I think if you're trying to pass this off as Additional work or work that the artist did, then you're really going out of bounds. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for me,
1: oh, you don't take somebody loses... else's work. No, 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 yeah, and that's exactly. the discussion yeah. we had. Yeah. So if it's if it's your artwork, then and you bite back. I think that's and Chris, that's you really might be cool. able to correct me if I'm wrong here, but I, you know, that's kind of the aftermarket. That's what I understand aftermarket to mean in in terms of sketches.
5: I don't think anyone minds aftermarket as long as it's clearly identified what it is and what happened to the card. But like you said, it's when you're trying to pull off uh, a colored card that wasn't originally colored as pack-pulled or some other kind of shady business that people get upset about.
1: Agreed. Mm, yeah. Because I remember I remember there was a there, on the Rittenhouse sets, I'm going back maybe 10 plus years now there were some awesome what they called jam cards where two artists had done the cards Mm. so one of them had started it and the other one might have colored it or or they might have done different characters interacting and and re re owens um uh good evening re if you're listening uh did a number of those with a number of different artists at the time that's just one example i think there were other artists who did it and that i find fascinating and so they were kind of both it was it was it hadn't even been released yet. They're just two different artists worked on the card before it went into the packs and therefore the set. Yeah,
2: see, that makes more sense to me. I love that idea.
5: Which I find fascinating. there, There are a couple obscure stories where artists will be at a comic convention sitting beside each other table by table, but working on their cards because they have some free time. I've seen it before where they're actually drawing their sketch cards while they're at a comic convention. And some of the artists next to them get so interested that they either share coloring duties or inking duties or cross over on each other's cards just because they're in the same spot at the same time while working on them. Wow. That's
1: so cool. That's cool. (laughs) That is absolutely fascinating. So who knows, we could all own a sketch that someone incredibly famous has worked on, and just maybe just maybe just done the final through brushstrokes, and it's never been credited.
0: There's <laughs> someone on Instagram the I follow That I can't remember, I can't remember who it is a fan, I think it was at SDCC last year. And he posted that he was in the lobby at the hotel early morning, working on one of his drawings. And um, as he was working, somebody creeped up behind him. and kind of watched him ink. And then when he turned around, it was Todd McFerland. And <laughs> oh, then Todd dang. inked the hand of one of his characters. for him.
2: <laughs> what? I, I,
0: I got to find a post I'll share with you guys. That was just a really cool story.
1: Oh, it's so awesome. That is fascinating. We'll have to put that on the toasting notes for sure. Oh, that's I love it. so
2: cool. Yeah, I got to <laughs> find it. that.
1: Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to kind of start to circle us into land at this point, folks. (laughs) And there's a couple of things I want to um, talk about. First of all, it would be absolutely remiss of me to not start sharing my screen uh, because you all want to see what I've got going on on my desktop. Um, Our intro artist, and none of you will know this because none of you heard it, um, is uh, Aucione, I think, or Aucione Silva who is uh an artist based in brazil uh southern brazil and he's been active on sets for quite a few years now he was on written house sets i've got a number of his black cats and they're absolutely incredible um and he's most recently worked on marvel premiere as well um you can find him on instagram at alcione which is a l c i o n e dot art um just a southern guy drawing and painting um so he, but his his work is just wonderful i'm just going to scroll through a couple of them here i'm going to start with this woman of marvel uncut ap um, of oh, that's um, wow. it's just just awesome work um i love it a dark phoenix Jean gray um it, it, it's just beautiful pieces that he does um and, you know, obviously I'm very, very attracted to the uh, female characters that he tends to draw. Let's have a look at this Dangerous Divas that he's got going on here. Um, Snowbird from Alpha Flight. Oh, there's a deep nice. cut. That's a deep
4: um, cut. Nice.
2: Yeah, man. Um, beautiful. Beautiful incorporation of the owl. I mean, really nice. I mean, his backgrounds, too, are just so his lush. Absolutely astonishing. Absolutely yeah. astonishing. Um, I have a number of his um, uh,
1: black cats from a number of sets, and he kind of does her against this uh kind of almost a a, a constellation or star background just kind of posed uh in that frame and i'll pop those onto the tasting notes as well but um it's just beautiful beautiful work um he's done some from the iconic literature set here which if i remember correctly is achilles kokonakis um his release i'm looking at you here noren i think so i think so i think that's i think that's his um it's, it's kind of self published I mean, it's set. really
2: great. It's a great, great set. It is uh,
1: brilliant. Yeah, they did a Christmas version of it. Oh, this is a little video that moves. Let's have a look at that. So I like it. I like it when artists do this, especially if there's you know some sort of um, effect. Yeah. Oh, look at the
2: back of that card. That's wow. beautiful. Wow. i am in eyeing to get some pieces like this. That's and nice. Oh,
1: yeah, it's got shiny. Uh, experiment. Yeah. Um, this is shiny at the bottom here. That's marvellous. Yeah, you nice. can you mm-hmm. can have a look at this, folks who are listening. Um, go to his Instagram feed, and there are fairly near the top as as I speak, there are some iconic Christmas literature works, and there's video on one of them, and it's just brilliant to to see it. Um, but he he recently went for a face. Let's look at some of his multi panels from Premiere, which I believe just deserve a little bit of eyeballs on. I'm hoping you can all see Amazing. this. Just check that out. Wow, that's uh for free? Is that quad? That's a quad. It's a quad. Jeez Louise. And it's just incredible work. And there's the other side. So, okay. you know, you've got double duty when you pull these. because um, 'cause you've got to do both sides of it and it's actually each each panel is the same size as one kind of regular trading stroke sketch card. So um wow. uh, Dre, as an artist, do you do you enjoy that larger palette? I've I've always been curious about this with premiere cards. Have we even still got Trace still on the, on the Skype? Might be lagging or something like that. Sorry, maybe. I was muted. Oh,
0: that's... I really thought I was going to enjoy the... Because I only did the hinge panels on Premiere. Mm. But like the dual panel, they put the hinge, in my thought, backwards. Like on the three-panel and four-panel... Yep. Um, the, the work area is the part without the gap but on the dual panel you have that weird quarter inch gap down the center yep. and that was a real pain for me
1: yeah because um, that's down the center where the panels where you're drawing on both of them isn't it so it actually breaks up that space
0: yes but on the three hmm. like on the three panel on the four panels it's the main work area is kind of on the outside of the fold so yeah. it's like yeah. the one they're looking at here the storm it's a consistent canvas. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, the more space, the better, because it gets really hard to work in the little uh, business card size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah maybe uh, in future sets, I'll get to do some bigger ones.
1: It's it's just great. I, I love these. I mean, he's he's been up a decade very wisely, great. given him <laughs> some 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 nice material to work with. I, I love the way he they're so vibrant, they're so full of life. I love his use of colour. Just the way I I'm I'm smitten. I've been I've been um oh my goodness, sorry. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mm-hmm. we're just U and R. Ah, just is everyone could wow. just listen to us U and R ah and over some of his artwork. Um Gamora, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's just brilliant what's the, like um, what's the cardstock like, Andre? Is Are they good to paint on? Are they good
3: cardstock
0: to use? Uh, the the, the depends on the set. Like um, mm. the premium sets, like Premier Masterpieces, the nice thick ones, uh, they're, they're really good. Nice. Uh, you can't get the paper too, too wet because I've had a few cards that actually started separating. Oh. Uh, mm. uh, which I was able to fix, but on the... Um, like on the standard sets like the film sets uh i think it's just like 16 point stock so you got to be careful that it, um not to yeah. get them too wet uh because they actually start um like peeling on in the
1: center yeah mm-hmm. wow that's interesting mm-hmm. that's interesting um i could quite happily scroll down
3: like a wow. card <laughs>
2: that does sound like an error <laughs> card.
1: <Yeah. laughs> there we go. Tommy will be after that one. Hey, you could sell that at market. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you ruin some of your APs and you can double the price to Tommy? i <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
0: I let one of my dogs play with them for a
1: bit. yeah that's eat uh-huh. that cut <laughs> error card. <laughs> see, see this one. I, 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 love how brave he's been to just have the character, just with with all that. Yeah. Kind of. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, i love it i love it um you know I've, I've, i don't really go in for premiere because it's, it's quite a rich one to to spend on um and i haven't got the, the cash really it's a but, big
2: gamble it's a big gamble to, yeah. to for that but i mean look i mean i love if I anytime pull, i see a lot of unused space and it's not that it's unused i mean you have a backdrop you have the city yeah. and daredevils there coming down you have the loop from his yeah um, you know the weapon um i'm always just i love letting the eye wonder Right, like whenever I see sketch artists do that, I feel like I get to enjoy the whole piece. Such a cool, cool thing to do.
4: It looks like he's coming out of the card. That yeah, it, it really has a it really is vibrant there. It is yeah. good.
2: It is
1: good. Mm-hmm. Just, just go and check this out. I'm going to do one more thing because I just think it'll be a giggle. Um, does anyone here? Um, everyone knows who, who Bill Sinkovich is, yeah? Yes. Yes. Because yes. I can't, I can't spell it for toffee, so I'm, I'm, I'm relying on <laughs> Google. Uh, but. Um, so he's sorry. Right, I can hear myself echoing back now. Has someone got me on out loud? Has he gone? Has he gone? There we go. I can't hear myself anymore. Brilliant. So whatever was happening there. So Bill Sinkovich recently posted that he'd done some photo reference of himself. And he posted this photo. So if anyone's not seen this, that that's Bill Sinkovich oh pose. <laughs> That, that's actually him yeah, that's okay. a so, so first of all he he looks after himself <laughs> let's, let's be honest <laughs> um, <That's a> <laughs> yeah he's 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 doing all right and this was and people have been having fun with it Jeez. as you will see so me. lots of other artists so this is uh, uh michael avon oming has has yeah, been wife playing with it. Um, you've really got to go and check this out, folks. I'll put the links on the tasting notes. But loads of artists have been having fun with it. So it's it's basically... Yeah, people oh, have just geez. been playing with it. Um, here we go. I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty great. So, yeah. So go to Bill um, Sinkovich's... <laughs> twitter feed and just dive in because people are going nuts with it and they're taking it and it's gone viral and they're putting him in homages to his own work um dre you might want to get in on the act here uh that i'm creating any more work for you but this this i i believe it was this was the original work um so you can only imagine what bill didn't include um, I'll leave that for your um, delectation. And I was I was just dying to show Noah in that today, but I thought you know, let's just show everyone else. But yeah, people have been having an enormous amount of fun with it. Um so so yeah, <laughs> as, as you can see. That's awesome. It's great. So I there like we go. That. So anyone anyone with a mind to go and check out Bill Sinkovich's butt on Twitter right now. <laughs> Someone's even done a Lego version of it. Yeah, maybe,
4: maybe not at work. Maybe not at work.
1: No. No. <laughs> yeah. he's covered it up, so you can probably get away with it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but, but there we go. If you work from home or are furloughed, curse you, COVID nineteen. Um, you can look at that on your own time. Anyway, um, guys, thank you very much for um, uh, jumping on. This this turned into a bit of a party. It was fun. <laughs> uh, wow. And the Florida project is kind of coming to a close. So um, <laughs> you oh, you, thank you guys. Ian. Yeah, f- no, thank you, thank you for coming on. Um, you guys know how we end our podcast. This is going to be, this is going, this is not going to work at all. But on the count of three, I'd like you to all come together with enjoy collecting. Are we ready for this, people? Let's do it. it uh, we're going to do it. We're going to do it after free, okay? Because that, Leaf remember, lethal weapon. They said, do we go on free or do we go after <laughs> free? <laughs> so we're going to do this after free, okay? So ready. One, two, three. Enjoy collecting. collecting. collecting someone said endure collecting i will find you i will find you (laughs) thank you everybody thanks for listening to the marvel card collectors podcast you can subscribe via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp leave us a message via that link with questions comments or just to say hi and we may even play on the show we're also on itunes spotify and all major podcast platforms our podcast is at The MCC Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And you can find links on our Facebook page to the two groups MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. On Instagram, find us at MMCollectors and at Hive. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin MacLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time, and remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel, and enjoy collecting.